Hey guys, Tina Tassels here. Welcome back to Avoiding the Crowd. If it's your first time joining us, thanks so much for tuning in. Next up, episode five. Hello, everybody. Tina Tassels here with Marlena Torres. Marlena, say hi. Hey, everyone. <laughs> We're here on episode <laughs> five already, which is so exciting. Um, and we couldn't get your dad on for this episode because he wanted to prep. So I think uh, you guys have to look forward to an exciting episode based around scotch. And Marlena's mm-hmm. dad is going to be running the program. So I think that will be fun and really interesting. And I feel like the people that know your dad are going to love it. And people that don't know your dad, I mean, we'll have to see how he acts, you know, because he's yeah. he's really making this out to be like a big debut of his in the public eye. <laughs> and I don't know who he thinks he is, but <laughs> I appreciate that he's taking it so seriously, avoiding he's, crowds, he's so. excited. He's yeah, excited. I think that's very cute. And he loves scotch. Yeah. And he really, he's really wants to share it with people. Good. All the well, time. I'm looking forward to it because I don't know anything about scotch. And even I, like, I don't either. I know very little. Nothing. Yeah. I, I don't. And I'm very much like the drinker that's like, you know, when people get all like, well, what kind of wine and stuff do you like? And I'm like, oh, I can name some things, but like, I don't know. If it's gross, I don't drink it. If I like it, I'll drink it. It's not. Yeah. There's nothing else to it. I don't care about the quality. I don't care how aged. I don't care how expensive. It's If it's gross, I could care less about all those fun facts. So yeah. scotch is one of those things because I'm like, I think scotch can be gross. So It has a really strong um, right. smell, scent. Yeah, and a very specific flavor. It's not for mm-hmm. everyone, but yeah. I'm curious to hear from your dad um, what yeah. he's learned and what he loves about scotch. And obviously we'll talk about other things in there too, but so he's prepping. We don't have him. So I figured we don't have him like every other episode. We talk about a million things in a short amount of time, but I actually wanted to come back to something we started talking about. You had mentioned like everybody started having kids at the same time and, and getting married. And obviously that's normal for like age groups that, that makes sense that that would happen. And I definitely went through a phase where it's like, and most of my life, I've been like the single friend in our group of friends. I didn't have a boyfriend in in high school. There was, I was never dating anyone real seriously in college. So I definitely sat back and watched my friends go through all these different relationships. And I, you know, would learn from them and we'd talk about it and all things like that. And then everybody started getting married around the, you know, there was like a few year window where it's like everybody was getting married And then there was like a few year window of like everybody started having kids because it's just like the cycle of life. And I I feel like I had to go through this sort of like mourning period because I'm like, God, even though, again, we keep saying this, like, even though I don't believe in these timelines and, you know, like people aren't supposed to do things by a certain time they should be doing, especially marriage and kids when they're, when they feel ready or when they, you know, deeply feel interested in doing those things, not just because they're hitting a certain age or like time in their life, but it's, um, it's definitely, it has, I've been through some moments and, and times where I'm like, I feel left out. I don't have a partner to talk about with my friends. I don't have kid issues to talk about with my friends. Um, And it's a little weird being that single friend. And now I'm 36 and I'm still that single friend. 
And I feel like there are moments where I'm like, I should have no opinion about anything because they're not experiences I've had, which is stupid because I don't believe that. But um, it's just been, it's, it's been interesting to sit back and, and get old and watch my friends check all these boxes off. And I'm still trying to figure out like, if those things will happen for me, do I even want those things depending on the day? Because yesterday I I had such a great time at home. It was like one of those beautiful, calm mornings. It was strangely quieter than it ever is. My upstairs neighbors have kids and they always are super loud. Um, Mm -hmm. But there was like not one noise made. There's like this beautiful light coming through the, the shades. I was making coffee and I really sat back in my couch. I didn't put on the TV or anything. And I was like, I can't imagine if I had kids right now and they were in my face, what, what, what would I do? Obviously we adapt. Of course I would, I'm not going to pretend we don't, but it was very much a moment of like, wow, I love my life right now in this moment, in this day, but you know, I don't want to get old and be alone. Um, I don't have that weird legacy thing, which I think people get with having kids. Like I want them to carry on a family name and tradition. And I don't have, I don't, I used to think about that with my last name because I have an older brother who I don't know if he'll ever get married and have kids. He might, cause you know, life is weird and whatever. But, um, I thought about that too, because my last name, my real father passed away. And I do think if I get married, I would want to keep my last name or at least hyphenate or whatever to have it going. And Mm -hmm. I think that's even weird that I want that because I don't feel like I'm the person that would want that, but I do have a a connection to that. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. It was just, um, it's just like something I, after our last conversation, I was going back to because (laughs) I went to um, a baby shower recently and it was a college friend and there was a friend of hers there that I hadn't seen a long time. And I was a little tipsy. There was a couple of us that finally my one friend wasn't pregnant and she's like a stay at home mom. And it was like, you know, a fun day out. We went down to Philly for it. And I was talking to this girl and I started just saying like, Oh, you know, it's like I started to be self-loathing without even realizing it because I'm not a self-loathing person, but I was basically making a joke as I always do about, you know, I'm not married and and I don't have kids. So like, I don't have anything that exciting in my life as all the rest of the adults. Like that, that's basically what I was saying. And I did it. I was definitely just making a joke. And again, a, a few glasses of white wine. And I was like spiraling, I think, but I didn't realize it until I was like, look, I saw the look on her face and she was looking at me like, what, why is she being sad right now? Like she, she was reacting in a way as if I was confiding in her that like my life sucks because I'm not married or, or don't have kids, which obviously I don't feel or believe, but I, since that day, I was like, was that my subconscious? Am I sad and lonely? Do I wish I had these things? You know what I mean? And that just, it's like, you know what I think? Shaken it yet. I think that maybe like you've gotten used to people or like you have this idea that people think other people think 
that you know like she has nothing exciting going on because she doesn't have she's not married and she doesn't have any kids so right you know that's what people get excited about at this age whereas like I feel kind of like because I don't like I don't have a job like a normal job you Mm -hmm. know it's like there's nothing exciting going on for me either I'm cooking and cleaning and uh, you know doing at-home workouts so like I don't you know there's nothing really um, but I mean, I certainly don't feel like that about my life. Like I feel super excited about like all these things that I do and mm-hmm. learn about and the people I talk to mm-hmm. and like blogging and, uh, you know, talking to people about their birth charts is like, like right. I love it. But at the same time, I don't talk to people about that stuff because I know a lot of people don't get it. They think it's weird. They, mm-hmm. A lot of people don't understand like, mm-hmm. what is she doing? And they don't understand like. I mean, for me to have my own job that, like, took up a lot of my time, like, a real job career, mm-hmm. like, even if I was just a full-time teacher, quite honestly, like, um, like what I do at home would really change. You know, right. like, when my husband has a, a job, you know, I wouldn't be able to go, you know, run to get a, a material last minute that he needs you know what I mean? Like, right. it's, yeah. they're not everyday things, but they're things. And it's not that it's that important to me. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, he could find someone else to do that or he could just do it himself. It just saves him time and makes right. things easier. But and that's just one example. But it's. um, Yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Like, I, like, I, I, I'm happy with. With like my life, mm-hmm. with my career, you know, yeah. I mean, it's it's as I mean, I should say like my lack of career because I don't feel like I have much. Right. But it's like, I still feel like I'm learning exactly what I want to do and I'm moving towards it. It's just not, it's not in a way that's like socially normal, I guess it's, it's not Mm -hmm. what everyone else is doing. Um, Or like people don't understand it. So that makes them uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So but even like with children, and this might seem weird, but I, I kind of went through something similar with like not having any more than one child mm-hmm. because I never, I never really had like my heart set on more than one kid. I thought that I would mm-hmm. have more, but I wasn't mm-hmm. like, I got to have two kids. I have to have three kids. Like I know some people who really are like, I want three kids. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know a lot Used of people, are, are, are yeah. people would say like, you know, you have to have a boy. Like people would mm-hmm. say that to me and I'm like, Part of me is like, I really like the idea of having a son. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know Enrico does too, but we're both like, we can't do this. Like it's, it's just, right. it's not going to fit into the other things that we want. Right. So, and it would be, but there's so many people like you guys that wouldn't, that wouldn't stop them. And then they would just like pop this thing out to be like, and now our family's complete. Yeah. And not that they regret that kid or love mm-hmm. it less, but are there moments, whether they admit it or not, that they're like, maybe we shouldn't have had a second kid because it just totally changes your life. changes everything. Yeah. Right. It's, and I know people have said to me, like, once you have one, like, it's just one more mouth to feed. And I just don't see how that's possible. Like, I, I, I don't. I told, I've had a lot of people say that to me, Tina. I'm not even kidding. Oh, that's but so I just, weird. I can't. I would just think, like, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think it would just get exponentially harder um to do other things in all sorts of ways of course Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. and I feel like both Enrico and I are very um 
like we need a lot of space and freedom mm-hmm. like alone like as a couple and also as alone and it, it's yeah. really it's that's really hard to do when you have children of course it's hard to find time just alone you know as a couple or just alone as yourself for yourself like right. it's so doing without both, kids and then with, on yeah. top of it kids yeah yeah it's impossible so like we go through phases where it's just like what the fuck <laughs> like what's yeah. going on it's stressful but, um, yeah I don't know how and even like pets like we love animals like I don't even we can't we don't even want a pet because it's just like same I, it's, I, I'm it's dying to have a cat but I'm also Would like love a cat yeah. I don't want a cat because I also mm-hmm. like I go to Jersey or I go to yep. visit friends a lot mm-hmm. which is also another topic of like some weird guilt I feel as like a a single non-mother friend I I went through a phase I will say it was la- last year it kind of hit me hard because I was like well, I'm the one that should be responsible to go visit my friends and their families because it's easier for me. And yeah. then I got to a point where I was like, actually, I'm a grown ass woman and I don't have to spend my time in any way that I don't feel like doing it. No, so like, not. if yeah. I feel like going to visit my friends, which I love my friends and I love their kids and I, I, w- I would love to see them all the time, but I started to be, I started to feel less guilty about it because I really struggled with the idea of like, well, I should go do it because my life is easier to accommodate because I don't have kids or a partner or or even pets that I have to worry about. Like I can pick up and go. But then I started Mm. to think of like, well, what if I don't want to pick up and go? What if I don't feel like it? What if I want to sit here and read a book all day by myself? Like I, I started to, (laughs) you know, like whatever it was, I started to feel less guilty about it. But then I Mm -hmm. also, I see my friends less, but then I, depending on the friend, I'm like, I'm okay with that because I know you Mm -hmm. have a life to live too. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, but some people aren't as, you know in tune with the real life or themselves or whatever it is so it it becomes almost like um almost like an argument which you know longs not to spiral into some old story but I had a friend that again we had there were a few drinks involved but a friend was basically like why why do you stay in New York like all your friends are in New Jersey or surrounding areas. And I, first of all, I was like, uh, well, I don't know about you, but I've made new friends. I have lots of people that I love in my life that are in New York. So that's one yeah. weird, weird point to make, but it was very much this idea of like, well, you're, I, and I know they weren't attacking me because I think it was more of like drunk sadness, just coming out in a negative way. But Mm -hmm. it felt very much like an attack on like, well, you are alone and you don't have kids. So why don't you come make me feel better (laughs) about my life? About my choices. (laughs) Right. uh, That's how I took it. A very like, well, I, Mm. it was definitely like a, I miss you and I love you and I wish you were still around and things, I wish we weren't older and things don't change which we all go Mm. through those, you know, we all wish sometimes we were all 15 again and just hanging out in, you know, somebody's basement drinking Everclear, but like life goes on. Zima. Yes. Zima with Jolly Rangers. (laughs) But like, you know, it's, it was, I thought that was a really interesting conversation and weird thing to come at me because it was, I always give people the benefit of the doubt. It's a curse and a blessing, but I was obviously, that was a moment of 
projection because I had done nothing wrong or whatever. And I'm just living my life, actually following my dreams, doing sort of like everything I've always wanted to do, which is huge. But then to have someone say, and my personal diagnosis, obviously that's not correct, but of the situation was that they just wanted things to be the way they used to be. And the reality is they're not because time goes on and we're all aging and living our lives in different ways. But it's, um, it's definitely something. And I think with age, who knows, we'll see what happens as I get older, but subconsciously, do I think there are, are days where I'm like, God, I just wish I had a quote unquote normal life. Like I wish I just, I don't know, stuck to the regular stuff, whatever that shit is. But I don't even believe that. But because mm-hmm. we're so wired, I think, yeah. in the way we were raised and the way we're taught in school of like the average lifestyle, that stuff stays with you. It's freaking hard to shake it sometimes. Yeah, I think that's exactly what it is because I feel the same way about work stuff. Like it sounds it sounds stupid, but it's like like all these family parties, birthday parties, etc. Mm-hmm. It's like this weekend, like come here. And it's like, I don't have a normal schedule. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I right. work on the weekends because if I'm lucky and Rico's home and I have more time to focus on things. Mm-hmm. So that's when I would like take a client or write or do whatever. Right. Um, I mean, I do that too when I'm home with Allie or like if Allie were at school, but sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, like, Enrico has, you know, we have a construction business. So sometimes he works on the weekends. It's not mm-hmm. like. It's not a nine I to just five feel like the, traditional it, yeah, schedule, it's not, right? It's different. And at times I've been kind of, or even like vacations, you know, like taking a vacation. It's like to go on a family vacation. It's like, okay, like to, we have, like, it takes a lot of planning and it's hard for him to plan because, you know, he doesn't know when jobs are going to come up, if a repair is needed. Like, it's it's a different – it's just different. It's, right. it's not there, – there's nothing really super reliable about it other than the fact that there's always work. But it's, like right. – it's just – it's different. So I feel like I'm constantly having to explain things. Like, I'm feeling guilty because, like, either I'm too tired or I'm not – like, I want to focus on my work. Right. Yeah, I almost feel like if I were going back to school and getting my master's, everyone would just be like, oh, well, you take your time and you study and you do what you need to do. Right. You which, know what I mean? Which would be such a crazy feat for your family to accommodate financially, time-wise. Yeah. Like, it would shift. Mm-hmm. It would, like, rock your yeah, and I don't, life I don't, in so many ways. But nobody, would, but nobody would even think about that. They would be like, oh, yeah. my God, good for you. Yeah, you're getting your That's it. way to go. There would and be no other move thing. up the pay scale. Right. And it's like, <laughs> oh, you'll figure the uh, the rest yeah. of the stuff out. And it's like, no shit, mm-hmm. I'll figure it out because we would have to. Yeah. That's how life yeah. works. But like, mm-hmm. why am I not allowed to be uncomfortable? Like, why do I have to put myself in like out of a comfort zone or not even mm-hmm. a comfort zone, but like do something I don't want to do. But it's, mm-hmm. it's like, it's looked at as wow good marlena final and you know what i could imagine your family <laughs> saying too oh she's finally figured it out she's not fi- she's finding herself now she's really good for her it took some time i mean can you picture this you can right i can took her, I, I, it took I her a while to it. get there but she did it i could see that yeah. coming out of your family's mouths yeah <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I can see it coming out of a lot of people's mouths. Right. Um, 
but even yeah, friends. I do, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I just feel like people overall just um, people are just very judgmental of things that they don't understand. Right. So if you're doing mm-hmm. something that's not um, like the status quo, mm-hmm. um, they don't get it. They don't they, they, they don't, don't know how yeah. to explain it. I mean, that's something I will say. I, I love my mom to death. She's so great. And I think with age, she's also trying to be more understanding and open to things and she's she really she's not judgmental at all but I think her knee-jerk reaction and I blame it on the hair salon setting because all those ladies do is gossip in there just like the like stereotypes of salons but there are times where my mom says something and I'm like first of all that doesn't sound like language she would ever use because I'm like she does not in a <laughs> putting her down way but I'm like she doesn't know what that word is mm-hmm. like where did she read that or where did she hear that and I'll take a minute to be like well here's why you're probably wrong or here's why people most people don't agree with that and I'll take the mm-hmm. time to explain it to her and then she'd be like oh, I never thought about that way. And I'm like, yes, that's the problem is that people, it's like, you don't have to agree with something, but it is not your place to deem something wrong because you disagree with it. That's the idea. And it's like, it's such a simple concept because the problem is when when it's convenient for them, that's when people use Mm -hmm. those types of arguments. But if it's, you know, if it doesn't work in their favor, that's when they don't like it, obviously, because which is yeah. very immature. But, but I agree if people don't, if they can't explain it, or they, or I think there's a tinge of, I don't want to use the word jealousy, but people being like, wow, rather than feeling inspired, they're a little like, Ugh, why didn't exactly yeah. the shit that I went through? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, they're pissed at you rather than being like, good for you. I wish I would have done that or good for you. I'm going to learn from this and, and switch up my well, the thing is, is when like someone's that. like happy and, you know, comfortable with what they're doing or they're working towards something that they want, or they've, you know, accomplished something that they set out to do. Like they're just, they're not really judgmental of what other people are doing. Um, because, you know, I think right. that for the most part, I think most people that have gotten to a place where they feel like, where they feel like they've accomplished something that they always wanted to, they've, they've done a lot of work, Mm -hmm. like personally and, and professionally, you know what I mean? Like they've, they've failed, you know, they've tried things and they've failed and they keep going after it. And I I think that people who have gone through that sort of a thing, they have compassion for people who are, you know, still figuring it out or they're just doing things differently. Um, I don't know. They just, Yeah. They, um, yeah, people just, I feel like when people are happy with themselves and comfortable with themselves, they're not, they're not critical of other people's Mm -hmm. choices, even if they don't understand them. Mm -hmm. Because I think, you know, I I mean, I feel everybody, no matter what people are doing, they always have a really good reason for it. There's always some sort of reason why they're, why they're doing it. There's it's always not like a reason. This is, I'm sorry. I'm going to yell because I'm all yeah. excited. I say it all the time. Yeah. There's a reason. And I mean, that's really the basis of psychology, but it's like people do and say things yeah. for like a when reason. I was at Costco. How, whether I good or Costco, bad. And yeah. there was this guy who <laughs> yeah. had like a full on like body armor suit. You know, he doesn't want to get the coronavirus. And honestly, at first I was like, what the 
fuck right. is wrong with this guy? And then it's like, he's scared. He's right. obviously scared. He could, he could That's have it. compromised yeah. the immune And it system. has nothing to do I mean, with it, you. It did literally kind of, like, even seeing, we've talked about this, like, the masks, I don't like, like, I feel like everyone looks like they're about to rob the grocery store. It freaks right. me out. I don't like it. But it's like, <laughs> right. there's a reason for yeah. it. But how it makes me feel is like, ugh. right. Like, I, I hate it. Like, I just, I can't wait for it to stop. Right. But it's like, there's a reason for it. Right. And, right. And yeah. that's fine that you feel that way. And, and being the mature, so mature. person that you are is you take a beat <laughs> and you're like, yeah, yeah it does. I mean, it depends on the moment. But instead of you being like, well, yeah. who's this fucking idiot over here walking Who into Costco and has that? You are. He could, <laughs> Right. Like he could turn around and be like, listen, bitch, you might have it and you don't know it. And I'm not, I'm not here to worry about you. I just need to do some shopping. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. Mm -hmm. Like he could turn around and say that, but my mom, (laughs) which I think is another part of aging, which is so funny. She's, she's turned into like, first of all, she's driving much slower than she ever has in her life, which bothers me because my mom is a great driver. She, I don't, she didn't teach me how to drive, which baffles my mind because my dad's not a good driver, but he taught me, which is nice. Um, but my mom, she's definitely driving like a little bit of an older woman, but she calls everyone an asshole. (laughs) Everyone's an asshole. And I'm like, what are you talking about? They didn't do anything. And I was like, and then one day I called my, I was like, you're actually the asshole. I was like, what are you like? What are you talking about? And she looked at me like I had two heads, but I was like, why don't you take a minute? And instead of you calling them an asshole for wearing the hat, I mean, I, she thinks the masks are weird too. And I get that because yeah. I'm so used to it in New York. Like I said, like even pre COVID-19, like there have, pe- there are people in New York city that wear masks mm-hmm. regularly. Like that's, that's something I've seen for years. The first time I saw it, I thought it was weird, but I had heard Why about it. Why do they do it? Is it so scared of germs now or is it like a pollution thing? I'm yeah i probably both honestly i i I think it's both and it's i will say like um like my experience with it early on was it was a lot of um people in asian communities and then i could tell some of them were tourists Mm. as well were wearing them so they also honestly was like i think there was a point um in in like japanese culture where there was like it's a part of fashion huh. in certain times so there's all there's, kind, again, there's all kinds of reasons there why people reason. exactly like if if we wanted to do the research we could probably find out more about it but like teaching my mom to be like that person's not an asshole mm-hmm. they didn't do anything wrong in fact you're the asshole because you're you're pissed that they did something that you didn't like for your own yeah benefit that's why they're an asshole and I was like so in fact you're the selfish asshole that's like you're part of the problem she's like well you know I love my mom when she gets like like kind of upset yeah and defensive she's like well you know what I mean and her voice gets all high (laughs) but yeah it's like teaching people to take responsibility for their own shit instead of projecting it which I think is just a universal global Mm -hmm. human issue and, and it's happening an awful lot now um, with what's going on. I mean, I'm doing it. I'm doing it all the time. I do oh it with God. masks. I'm yeah. like, I'm sick of people. People are pissing me off. I'm tired. Yeah. Like someone told me that the virus was airborne. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm like, if it's airborne, like <laughs> they're thinking like, like talk, like my mom was like, if it were airborne, like everybody would have it. My mom's a nurse. So I talked to her about this a lot. And she's like, she's like, in my right. opinion, if it was airborne the way, I guess some people are saying it is, um, 
I mean, this was a friend who said this to me and I'm like, what? Right. This is news. Because last time I heard you had to be like in an enclosed right. room with an infected person for like 15 minutes to contract it without actually having like them sneeze right. into your face or cough or you, you know, touch it and right. Just like being around I, them I or whatever and talking. Know. Like it's so confusing. There's so much misinformation, I don't know. but yeah. like <laughs> I was getting so angry mm-hmm. about people and I'm like, you know what, if I really were like, I'm acting like I'm calm, but I'm not because people are saying stuff and it's making me anxious. So it's, it's like just making me feel right. a certain way. I'm feeling this way that I'm not recognizing and they're saying things and it's like, you know, right. triggering me, I guess that word like kind of, I don't like, I'm not a huge fan of the word trigger because right. like everything triggers you. It's like, right. it's, I don't want to feel like I'm triggered right now. Right. Um, I mean, everything can technically yeah, be considered so I, a trigger, right? Kind of like, okay, I, I'm, I'm, my thinking. friend's texting this to me and I was just, out getting groceries for like two hours because I'm trying to get like my haul and I'm like I have the coronavirus clearly because it's airborne and I didn't wear a mask so now I'm like burger rising neuroses freak out mode and um Uh I'm texting my mom like I hate people I I never want to talk to anybody ever again they all suck (laughs) like that's basically what I was saying I told my mom you know what I will just quarantine until I die I will be Breatharian. Oh, no. I'm, I'm not going to the grocery store. I'm just not going to do it. I'm tired of this shit. Did you uh, say people that live off of the Breatharian? It exists. Yeah. Oh, my You've God. I've never heard, heard, of, I've I've heard say, about this. I've heard of the Breatharian. Yeah. No, I, I have heard about it. And the people that yeah, live well, off the sun. Yeah. And you don't actually ingest food. Oh, it's yeah. the same thing. Yeah. Because there was this issue. I, I think it was a part of a documentary, but this woman that was part of this documentary is like she raises her son as that and people wanted people wanted to like come after her like like child protective services yeah so I forget I mean I don't think he was quite a teenager but but he was like you know like nine or ten and I don't remember I honestly don't even remember well she had a reason of this story there was a reason there was something about that I'm sure we don't have all the details but I want now I want them because I'm interested. Right. But yeah, I do know of people who right. mess with this. Like I don't yeah. think she was no. depriving her kid. No, or like trying she to kill her. Ideas anything, but... that she she thought it would help. I mean, there are people right. that do it that are play with it. You know, I I know personally people who play with it. You know, like they'll like for the day, for of the course. morning, for you know short term, not like for their whole life. But I was implying to my mom that I was going to just become a breatharian because I'm not going to go. <laughs> And she's like, now nah, my daughter's nah, I'm not gonna go really to lost her store. fucking mind. <laughs> like, bad enough I'm living off of potatoes right. and cabbage here. I mean, it's, it's delicious, but I'm trying, I'm trying to get these, like, delicious things that won't go bad that are still vegetables. Um, right. <laughs> but, we, yeah, again, we, we digress. Um, what were we even talking about? Yeah, we do this long all the time. Story. Well, it's just like, I think just being self-reflective or like people sort of being responsible Mm -hmm. about like what they're going through. And like, again, just that story of like where I was Mm -hmm. almost being self-loathing without Mm -hmm. realizing it. And I was, and I'm going to say this, this was not conscious, but I'm going to, it's going to sound like I'm talking about it consciously, but I was being self-loathing and I was masking it with humor. That's very classic Virgo moon though. And Virgo, they do that a lot. I do it too, though. It's Great. not a phony. A it's phony. not being phony. I think it's taking, because <laughs> I do this too as a Gemini moon. See, this is a similarity that we actually have. We actually have a lot of similarities, but we're just very different right. on the outside, I guess, um, appearance wise, you know, right. like 
I'm taller, you're shorter, dark yeah. hair, blonde hair, blue eyes, brown <laughs> eyes, whatever. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. <laughs> you live in New York City. I'm in <laughs> Pennsylvania. Um, so, yeah, both Virgo yeah. and Gemini are ruled by Mercury. <laughs> so it's kind of like it, it's it's mm-hmm. a sign that rules communication. It's very mental. And they're different because Gemini is an air sign and Virgo is an earth sign. But they both have like they can kind of have this like tendency towards dark humor. Because like they kind of mm-hmm. I don't want to say like they they think a lot. So it's like a, they're they're very mental. So it's like they see right. a lot of things that maybe some people just wouldn't even pay attention to or they would sense something like intellectually mm-hmm. that other people Always. maybe aren't paying attention yep. to. And to like make it more comfortable, mm-hmm. like they make jokes about it. Like when I was, when I was living with my parents, right. I mean, I was constantly, my parents were like, when did you get so sarcastic? Like what happened? And I'm like, <laughs> I just couldn't help, but like, and you're like, Oh, you mean we're really yeah. direct in this family? Like, <laughs> I mean, it's like the constant, like, I just made fun of everybody all the time. It was like, I couldn't help it. But it's like, well, they yeah, can't stand like, you. Probably. Like, <laughs> They're, like who's this exactly. elitist bitch who thinks she's so much better than us um, yeah but yeah I, just, I love it it was kind of like because it's interesting when you leave home for like how many years was I away from from home and then to go back and it's like mm-hmm. you kind of see all this stuff that you were right. like raised like I was raised by these people around these people with these people it's mm-hmm. not I'm not just talking about my parents I'm yeah. about my entire family and it's like it's so easy to make fun right, of your family right. because it's all in you and it's like you see it more clearly I guess as you get older and you're away from it and then you go back to it and it's like this is like really funny like of course if you never get away from it yeah or it oh <laughs> makes sense of why yeah. I have these like issues or good and bad whatever why these tendencies whatever you start to be like oh this all yeah, makes like I'm making perfect fun of my sense. dad how he literally like is always calculating things constantly calculating like I got this giant <laughs> pumpkin pie from Costco this is like I don't know is this like 25 cents a slice you just can't beat that even if it's not that good <laughs> it's not that good of a pie but you just can't beat it for that price you know and like they always go to Rocco's like they don't eat anywhere else and it's like it's because you're just not going to get that type of meal for that price anywhere else (laughs) whenever they go elsewhere I'm like that I'm like what was the price per ounce for your veal like it wasn't what you got at Rocco's I know it wasn't because it's like he's constantly calculating Reveal, love it's that. A, yeah, it's um, yeah, yeah. But it's like I just became very like, and and calculating always like do, when you say that you mean it's like it's always around money, money well, yeah, and, and finances. He's, he's, or, he's or an accountant. Practically, practi- it's practical too. Practical, it's bills, right? You know, like, like since we left, I was like, right. they were sad. Right, we moved out, and it's like, Dad, the savings, like the electricity bill is going to go down. It's all like it's it's going to be great, you know. Right. <laughs> but um. Right. You like had yeah, a presentation like, to show why, him the pie chart. You know, um, <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, even like my mom, I feel like Ooh, mo- people always say like that I, I'm so much like my dad, but like living with my mom, I'm like, I'm a lot mm-hmm. like my mom, you know, like, I feel like, especially like on the whole yeah. astrology thing, like understanding mm-hmm. like how the mm-hmm. parents are represented in your chart. I was always kind of curious about like, cause the moon sign is very much about the mother 
And from living with her, I was just like, wow, I really Mm. get this now. Like I really, like when my mom is caffeinated and I'm caffeinated, it's like, holy shit. Like it's just so much talking and it's like, it's weird. It's really like intense. Like it's like mentally intense, which is like Gemini moon. Like you can be, yeah, it's really interesting. Aries rules the head. So it's Gemini and Aries are like a really, they're very compatible because it's fire and air. So it's, it's just very interesting mm-hmm. to, to live. It's interesting to live with your parents sure. when you're in your thirties. Um, but yeah, yeah. Anyway, so it's just also fascinating. I know. I'm glad I will say my poor mom with all this quarantine stuff, cause her birthday is coming up and I was like, what, can I like, get you something for your birthday? Even like the, just a mm-hmm. little something like a pick me up. And of course her response was like, just for oh, all that's what my mom always to says too. I just want to see and my I'm family. Like, I like, shut up, my mom. family. Yeah, sh- like, shut up. We want to see you too, but yeah. we can't do that right now. So, what the yeah. hell do you want from Macy's? Like, what Scotch. can I get you? Like, but um, yeah, she's all upset about the about all yeah. this because the birthday stuff. But um, it's I I my mom and I are so close, and I'm like mm-hmm. so grateful for that. And I'm almost like really proud of this woman she has become over mm-hmm. the past few years of like being open to me when I'm like telling her to that person's not an asshole or like trying to teach her things and like have real mm-hmm. conversations because again, I think she's just my mom's just also like just trying to live life and like get by like so mm-hmm. many people tell us like, you know, like don't sweat the bullshit and like she doesn't really she doesn't pay attention to anything just like their day-to-day and like getting through life and that there's nothing wrong with that at all but there's times we have really great conversations and I'm like oh look at my mom like look how nice this is just to sit around and talk about like real stuff and like it's interesting to think of your parents outside Mm -hmm. of their role as your parent like they're just Mm -hmm. regular people too and they have their own fucking issues whether they admit it or not and it's it's wild to see them grow and evolve too and like talk to them or ask them weird questions or even argue with them or whatever it is and to not take it it's it's obviously not easy to do but like to take what they say sometimes and don't think of it as like I can't Mm -hmm. believe my mom said that and just think of it as like wow that is this woman's opinion Mm -hmm. this grown adult one that I'm talking to right now so Oh, yeah, you have to kind of like so cut crazy. the cord a little, you know, so you can all be like independent and yeah. not um, right. so enmeshed. I, I feel like that happens a lot and it's like yeah. not healthy. And then, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it, it teaches everyone, even your parents to like, yeah, you're obviously we're going to be their kids forever, but they also mm-hmm. have to take a beat and, and not think of us as like everything we do is a reflection of them or everything we do is meant to hurt them if they don't agree with it like they have to stop thinking that way too but I think that's like a parent mentality I think a lot of it's just they want to protect us I think that's a lot of even the whole um you know like why aren't you married why don't you have the job they want us to be safe and in their mind like they think this will this will make you safer yeah like it's it's something some other level of security like, I, I know that's a big thing with my family yeah. with, with working. Like, they want Enrico to, like, have a different job. I mean, I can't tell. I'm not even going to get into that. Right. But they just, I'm like, he would never right. earn what he earns in different, doing something else. Like, right. And he's worked for this right. for almost 20 years. Like, but they, they really right. want him to have, like, a job 
with benefits and it's like <laughs> it's just not it's well, not, yeah, yeah i want to win the lottery not, too it's just it's not even some things it, can't he be would fall asleep. they're not gonna happen like he like it's just not who he is right but, yeah he's doing what's best for him even though it's difficult and stressful and whatever it's good like for him he, he likes to run the show. It. Yeah, he, he likes, likes it. working he, with he his does hands. It. Yeah. He could not sit at a desk. He like literally says, like, I would just right. I would die. Like I can't do it. He'd fall asleep. Right. Yeah. And he doesn't he doesn't have to explain no. that any further to anybody. And really there's no more explanation. It's just sort of like, I don't like that or I don't want to. Like what what yeah. more is there to say about that? But yeah. Well a little. We I think a little it's usually again, my fault. But I actually I Yeah. No, it's okay. I think both of us, because our problem is we can, I don't think it's a problem, but the problem yeah. for our podcast and making episodes is that we could talk for like ever and ever and ever. Um, but yeah, I think the age issue is interesting and it's obviously going to be, I feel like woven into everything we talk about because we just can't help it. And we're at like a really interesting mm-hmm. age overall. Um, and I also wrote down the topic of mm. money, which is always weird, but I think that's going to be something we have to talk about down the line too. And like people's relationships Uranus and Taurus, and we can talk about astrology, like what your Uranus. astrology, what certain things tell you about money in your chart. It's very fun. <sighs> so stressful. Yeah. Yeah. It is probably super fun. Um, actually before we go, cause I think we yeah, should wrap over up time again, we gonna, <laughs> we're going to, yeah, of course. Um, you mentioned there something about is, is there a full, full moon, moon coming Tuesday up in Libra, so it makes sense. We were talking about like relationships and all that stuff today. Mm. Um, yeah, on Tuesday, huh. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna. I was working on my newsletter for it this morning. Yeah, cute. So good. Well, um, relationships. Your astrologicallyaligned.com. Um, hopefully I remember to post it up Cute. on my website because I'm always sending out the newsletter and forgetting <laughs> to post on the website. But yeah. Same. We did that with yeah. we did that with avoiding the crowd too last week with the new episodes. But hey, we're just learning we're really and it's supposed learning. to be fun and we're it shouldn't really be stressful. Um, and yes. we're learning as we go, rather. Um, so always an adventure. But yeah, I think. Now's the time to say thank you again mm-hmm. for tuning in to Avoiding the Crowd. You can shoot us an email at avoidingthecrowdpodcast at gmail.com. There's also, if you go to our, our website, uh, you can reach out to us through there and listen, as well as on Anchor, there's this really interesting feature where you could send us a voicemail and your voicemail could honestly just if you want to just send us something to say hello and let us know how things are going, or if you have a specific question, um, we can actually add that to the episode and you're more than welcome to stay anonymous or add your name, let us know where you're from, but either way, we'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much for tuning in and subscribing and listening and all that good stuff. And we'll see you on the next episode. Bye guys.